Welcome to the Real Estate Play-By-Play. We are your hosts, Christy Martinelli, top-ranked realtor worldwide, and Danielle Olbrantz, mortgage industry veteran. On and off the field of life, you need to know the plays to win the game. We are here to give you the play-by-play tools to reach your real estate goals. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, a seasoned investor, or just have a love for real estate, suit up. It's, it's game, game time. time. Coming up through the ranks. All right. We're here. We're here. So today we're going to talk about government-backed loans. So FHA, VA loans and kind of how those work, who those benefit, pluses, minuses, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think it gets they get a bad rap. And we're going to go into why they get a bad rap. Yeah, And like in sports, when you're coming up through the ranks and you're in the minor leagues in baseball, I don't know if you've ever gone and see a minor league baseball game, whether it's double A or triple A, but they are fun. The games are fun. They're so family oriented. The players are so much more involved in the fans. After the game, the players go and they give autographs to all the fans They're really undervalued, in my opinion. When you go to a Major League Baseball game, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. But there is (laughs) something about going to a Minor League Baseball game. And it's the same thing with, like, I would even argue a football game, an NFL football game with, you know, 50, 60, 70,000 people in an arena versus going to go see an arena football game, which is so fun. It's less people. The game is so fast. It's quick. It's energetic. They have a lot of games you can play. So, like the arena league, like the minor league, they get a bad rap. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, so we'll we'll kind of take one by one, right? Let's talk about FHA loans first. FHA loans definitely have a bad rap in the industry. So let's first talk about like who should be using an FHA loan, why you should be choosing an FHA loan. An FHA loan is a, a government-backed loan. So there is a mortgage insurance premium that is paid with the loan that protects the lender in case of your default. So someone would get into an FHA loan if, you know, they have a lower amount of down payment. So they can go to three and a half percent down. FHA also has very lenient credit standards. So we can do anywhere from, you know, a 500 credit score on FHA for the right borrower all the way up, right? I have borrowers who are in the 800 credit scores getting FHA loans as well. So it has a wide range of uses there. If you're you're going conventional, let's just say, where does your credit score need to fall between? So, uh, yeah, great, great point. So conventional has a minimum credit score of 620. Okay. But depending on the market, like right now, for example, you know, if you tried to get a lower down payment conventional loan with a 620 credit score, it would be so expensive Mm -hmm. because there's these pricing adjustments on conventional loans that just would be absolutely insane. So for somebody who had a 620 credit score, you would want to go FHA. Okay, that makes sense. Just because it's a cheaper it's a cheaper option. Mm-hmm. But they do have a really bad rap. And I think that a lot of their bad rap just has been from years and years ago. They definitely were a lot more strict. FHA, really the main thing that they're looking for that's a little bit more challenging, I would say, is property standards. You know, okay. They want to make sure that the people are getting a decent house. So you can't use it for a major fixer. If there's super obvious things that are wrong, an FHA loan is not going to be a great loan for that client. And then if the house was built prior to 1978, it has the potential for lead-based paint. Mm. And so any obvious peeling paint will get called out on an FHA loan. Okay, But that's really it. 
you know, used to be back in the day that they would require pest clearances and all those kind of things on FHA loans. And those are no longer needed. Some lenders still have their own kind of overlays for those things, but general FHA standards are just an easier loan so that's, to that's get That's actually done. pretty minor in terms of- Super loan, minor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. super minor. Generally, they're just making to show the house is decent. That's it. So let's say a, an appraiser goes in and they see some dry rot. Yeah. What are they going to, what's going to happen at that point? So if it's super obvious dry rot, Mm -hmm. right, you have kind of two options. One is provide an inspection saying that it's not a problem. Okay. Or two, fix it. Okay. Before the close of escrow, Before the close of escrow. Okay. Yeah. And so generally speaking, I mean, I would say out of my FHA clients, I would say one out of probably 30 to 40 have any kind of issues come up on the appraisal. Okay. That's pretty rare. At all. Mm -hmm. I mean- it's just, it's really not that common. And I probably have about the same odds on conventional loans, honestly, because mm-hmm. conventional loans is still going to call out major repair items that come right. up. So right. it's not unique to FHA at all. But FHAs are an easier loan to get through. And so I think that that's important for real estate agents to note, especially because when you're looking at offers, if let's say you got an offer, let's say you got two offers and one was a 5% down conventional loan yeah, and one was an FHA with 3.5% down the FHA loan is going to be a, a a less risky loan to accept from a seller's perspective. And it's important, I think, if you're going to be doing an FHA, that you have a mortgage broker that can talk to the listing agent when you submit the 100%. offer and explain that. Because yes. I would say probably 90% of realtors don't know that. And I will agree that FHA loans get a bad rap. Yeah. If I'm looking at an offer and there's five conventional offers and one's FHA, yeah. Not going to lie. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> this actually just came up this week with your team, actually. We were putting in an offer on a on a property. Now, our client was pre-approved both conventional and FHA. Okay. Whenever possible, I try to pre-approve them for both. Mm-hmm. That way, if we l- run up against a listing agent that just has a strong objection to the FHA, right. I can you know tell them, hey, don't worry, we are approved for both if we need to. But we got questions from the listing agent. You know, they came back and said, hey, we've kind of heard bad things about FHA. Mm-hmm. You know, what does this mean? And and I looked at the property and I ran through things and there was nothing that I was really overly concerned about. I pointed out a couple of areas that could potentially come up, but they were willing to accept our offer. And from our client's perspective, an FHA loan is generally a cheaper monthly payment. And so that's why the client would want to go with FHA because it's that, a cheaper it, interest rate. It, yeah. I was just going to say it's yeah. a cheaper monthly payment because the rates are better. Yeah, exactly. Cheaper interest rate and depending on the scenario, sometimes cheaper mortgage insurance. Okay. And so, you know, from like the, these particular clients, the monthly payment was a big deal to them right. and FHA was a better opportunity for them to fit in their budget. And so we're going to go with FHA. But now are there certain, you know, being in Marin County or Sonoma County, Solana County, obviously the price points differ. Yeah. Is there a certain price points that FHA will do versus not do? Yeah, exactly. Every county has their own limits. So just like conventional has county limits in every county, Mm -hmm. FHA also has county limits. They try to generally like sync up roughly. They're usually not the exact same number, but they're within the same kind of ballpark. So, you know, we have a wide range here in Northern California of higher loan amounts that we can do due to our price price points, but they're not exactly the same. And I think a question that I hear a lot is, do you have to be a first-time home buyer to yeah. be, buy FHA? And can you buy a, and then to you know piggyback that question with, can you buy an investment property FHA? Right. Yeah. So FHA is intended to be your primary residence okay. only. So they will not lend on investment properties. 
but you do not need to be a first-time homebuyer. And that's a huge misconception that is out there that you have to be a first-time homebuyer. That's just not true. You can own a house already Mm -hmm. and then buy your next house with FHA and things like that. And there are lots of rules around, you know, what we can count for income and all those kind of things on rents for the house you're leaving. But no, you don't need to be a first-time homebuyer to utilize it, which is really cool. They are also less strict with regards to like bankruptcies and foreclosures, Mm -hmm. short sales, those kind of things. So if you have a client who has had, you know, some of those situations come up in their life, FHA is going to allow them to buy a home faster than a conventional loan would. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. How long is the process for FHA? So there's lots of factors involved, right? You know, for anywhere from two to three to four years, depending on the type of foreclosure, the type of bankruptcy, the type of short sale, all those kind of things. But generally speaking, it's going to be faster than conventional. Okay. Good to know. Which is cool. So FHA is one of my favorite programs. It's how I bought my first house. I, you know, it's, it's a good loan. It's got a bad rap, but it certainly has a need in this market. We're seeing it even more lately because they've made adjustments to conventional loans, making it a little bit more strict in getting into them. And mm-hmm. so like conventional won't allow for as high of debt ratios and things like that. So yeah, credit scores or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just something to know as a buyer, if you're looking to get into a loan and maybe conventional is not working, or maybe it is just, it's a good question to just right. bring up to your mortgage broker. What does this look like? FHA? Could I qualify yep. and compare the two? Yeah. hundred mm-hmm. percent. And at least look at the difference and see mm-hmm. what makes sense. And you know, yeah. have a mortgage broker who's familiar with both and all those kind of things. So, yeah. so there's FHA. Okay. So VA, this is one of my favorite loans. It is the only loan product on the market that, you know, you have to earn. And, Mm -hmm. you know, in order to qualify for a VA loan, you have to have had some kind of military service, which I think is huge, right? I think we absolutely should be supporting our veterans. And so, you know, it's different. There's different criteria for whether you qualify for a VA loan, depending on your number of years of service in either the active military or reserves, Mm -hmm. but you don't need to be active. You can be, you know, a veteran. And the VA loan has some really cool benefits. One of the biggest benefits is no money down, which is huge. That is huge. Huge. Now, are you paying closing costs? You do pay your closing costs. There are ways to to figure that out. So Mm -hmm. we can do things like issue a lender credit for Closing costs and increase the interest rate or potentially a seller credit, depending on the market. Okay. So there's ways around to do it, that. Probably. But okay. yeah, generally you'll need to pay your closing costs or at least, you know, factor that in somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but zero down and there is no loan limits. So mm-hmm. unlike all other loan types, I I literally can do a five million dollar VA loan with no money down. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. The biggest one I've done is $3 million, but I had a, a veteran who bought a house for $3 million, no money down. We actually, we did, we built in a huge closing cost credit. So he paid not a dollar out of pocket and bought a $3 million house. It was very cool. That's good for him. It was very cool. Yeah. But it's an amazing benefit. And, you know, again, they just get a bad rap. Yeah. And, you know, why? I don't know. So... The only downside, if we can talk about the downsides of VA, is the pest report requirements. And that that's not a, you know, insignificant downside. No. And when you're in a market like we're in right now, where sellers might be getting multiple offers, right. you know, they don't want to have to do anything to their property to fix it before the close of escrow. And if you have right. VA, yeah. and, and 
And like I said, there's ways around it. We've definitely had <laughs> clients where we've gone in and there were section one on the balcony and some around the yeah. rafters. And, yeah. you know, we had a handyman go in there and fix it up and have somebody come out there and write up a report and say, it's all done. It's cleared. It wasn't a big deal. Right. Now the buyer is paying for those costs up front. Yeah. They so that's can. a little bit more of a risk too. So before the house yeah. is even theirs and before it even closes, right. they're paying to fix the section one items. Right. And they're not going to get that money back if something happens. Right. Yeah. No, that's that's definitely a risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but depending on the amount of work, you know, sometimes right. it's not a big risk or they have, you know, they're handy themselves and can get in there and do the work yep. or whatever. Right. But VA does require a clear section one, one only pest report. So any section two items don't need to be addressed. It's just mm-hmm. the section one. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, you know, we find that the section one isn't a huge list. And so it's it's sometimes worth it to the veteran to go in there and clear it themselves and get it done. And But other than the, the pest report, kind of the same thing goes back to it's an easier loan to close. Right. Like right. when I am faced with a conventional loan or a VA loan from an underwriting perspective, yeah. I will take the VA loan all day long. That's so interesting. VA doesn't even have. Yeah, I mean, there's a, definitely pros and cons for sure. VA doesn't even have a debt ratio requirement. Mm -hmm. You can literally go buy a house, you know, at 70% of your total income and it, it will approve it. I mean, it's, it's crazy, right? Which Mm -hmm. sometimes works when you have family members and stuff that will be living with you. Now, one of the quirks of VA loans is you cannot use your zero down benefit if you have other people buying the house with you. So like, what about a husband and wife situation? Husband and wife counts as as they're, one couple, so okay. they're good. So, you so can like use your a mother and son situation. Mother and son or a boyfriend, girlfriend, for example. And that- so You have to be married? You do have to be married. Now, what do they consider as married? You have to be married. There needs like to be paperwork involved. Legal yep. married. And so okay. I-, I I have had a few uncomfortable conversations <laughs> at pre-approval stage where I've looked at couples. I mean, because I know a said, lot of people that have been, you know, have yeah, lived together and 100%. are life partners. I bought our first house married. before we were married, and you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't have worked if it was VA. So we've had to have those conversations of, hey, you're going to get married during the loan process, <laughs> right? And that they do, right? They run yeah. to the courthouse, they get a little marriage certificate, <laughs> and they provide me a marriage certificate, and we're good to go, and we move on. But that is one of the requirements. You can still use your VA benefit if you are buying together and not married, but there's a down payment. Got it. Okay. So, so you have to put at least twelve and a half percent down. Okay. If you're going to have multiple people on there, mm-hmm. they don't want veterans being taken advantage of. So mm-hmm. they don't want veterans, you know, saying, "Hey, like my friend wants me to buy this house with him for no money right. down and use your VA benefit." Which kind makes of thing. sense. I get it that. It does. Yeah. So you're only mm-hmm. getting kind of half the entitlement for that and. That's just how it works. But VAs are an amazing. So you program. have to be a VA. Now, if you're buying a house, like you said, your wife can be on it. Yep. Anyone could technically be on it and be VA as long as they're putting some money down. Yes. Yeah. Or oh. if you have two veterans, sometimes mm-hmm. we get that where the husband and wife are both veterans. Mm-hmm. We can do it that way too. You just kind of split things up. Okay. You know? Okay. So it's a little bit different that way, but VAs and are And the rates amazing. on VA, are they compared to like, let's say FHA or Yeah, comparable to FHA, but lower than conventional. Okay. And unlike FHA, VAs have no mortgage insurance. So- Is it built into- Oh, it's not built it's into the rates. No so it's just insurance. no they mortgage insurance. They have no mortgage okay. insurance. Now there is a funding fee on VA loans. Okay. And that's an upfront charge that gets added into the loan balance, depending on whether they've used their VA benefit or not, the amount changes- mm-hmm. 
if they have any kind of disability through the Veterans Administration, Mm -hmm. that VA funding fee is waived. Oh, any. And they're exempt. Any kind of disability. Well, at least 10% disability. Yeah. Okay. Which is huge. It's a huge huge. benefit. I mean, it's. And now what about like credit scores? Yeah. So Um, same thing. FH or VA has very lenient credit score requirements, you know, down to the 500 mark, depending on the circumstances. It's a more lenient loan to get done. Yeah. All the way around. I mean, it's, I wish I could put billboards up everywhere, you know, blasting it out like VA and FHA is not a hard loan. Please accept these people's offers because this is how our, you know, our younger couples or our couples who are getting out of renting. That's how they afford homeownership is getting in right. through these programs. Just right. like you talked about, it's a way to get through the ranks, right? It's a great starting place. Mm-hmm. VA is a great, like, you can just use that benefit forever. It's amazing. But you know, FHA especially, it's a great way to build your way through the ranks of owning houses and get yourself in the game. Yeah. And I mean, conventional, as we spoke about, conventional, you know, is good. There's nothing wrong with conventional. No, Just like if you, if you go to an NFL game, you know, that the plus side is you're seeing these big name players play, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's fun and exciting. But uh, going to arena league is really exciting and there's plus sides to that as well. And so yeah. I think just, you know, bringing up what the plus sides are to FHA and VA and knowing that there's other options out there yeah. because you really don't hear about them that much. Right. And even as a buyer, when you do hear about them, realtors, like you said, have a stigma against yeah. them. Yeah. And so I think the more we talk about them and the more we talk about the positives moving forward, it will help with buyers and it'll help realtors understand more. Yeah. Especially for Mm -hmm. our veterans. They have earned this benefit. I mean, they have earned this benefit. As someone who just sent their, you know, son (laughs) off to the Marines, they deserve whatever benefits they can get out of this. Absolutely agree a hundred percent with that. So that's it for me on government loans. Okay, real estate play by play, another episode down. Cheers. Salute. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this play by play, we would love it if you would leave us a rating and review on your podcast app or please share with a friend or colleague. For more information, helpful tips, and real estate strategies, please visit us online at www.therealestateplaybyplay.com, where you can also connect with us on social platforms and sign up for our newsletter. Get Get in in the the game. game.